yeah. Welcome to Pod Sham Guy with Amo and Brandon. How are you doing, Amo? What's up? What's up? Ah, just loving life, enjoying the energy. Yeah, life yeah. is good. Yeah, I just got done playing some hoops. Got to go experience some good music last night, some good food. Ah, uh, nice. Uh, where at? Uh, I went to the the Johnson Family Restaurant. It's the new spot over here. Okay. It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 824 Johnson. Uh, they to- totally renovated the whole building. It is looking incredible in there. It used to be like this old rundown shoe store. Okay. And then there was like basically like a trailer in the back that my buddy used to live at. And we'd go there and play drums and it was just an insane back. Because like you, there's no way to even get to it. It's like not even... It's not even like an address. Sure. No, I've seen I've seen a couple houses here in the city like that. Yeah. So it's it's pretty fun, but they renovated all that. They got it looking beautiful in there. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Awesome veggie burger. Can't get it can't get enough. Dope. Yeah, Madison has some good new restaurants here. Um there's one that just opened up next to Burrito Drive. Oh yeah, is that the that Italian joint? The yeah. Italian deli. They the... got some sick fresh pasta too. They're making their own fresh pasta there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I definitely got to hit it up. That used to be my laundromat, so I'm always like better. <laughs> it was like my favorite laundromat. For sure. And they for like sure. turned it into like a, a deli, and I was like, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, like things happen. Like uh, Ale Asylum just closed. They did just shut down. So yeah, yeah. RIP to the uh, Hopalicious, the Nut Brown. The Madtown Nut Brown. Madtown Nut Brown. The Tripoli. Yeah, the uh, they had the F COVID beer that was pretty popular. Sure. People loved that. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer to see them go under. Uh, it's a big building out there, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Nah, I, yeah. I, you know, weren't they supposed to get bought out? I thought there was like some sale sales that was gonna go through, but perhaps it didn't. So yeah, now it looks it just like it didn't. Down. Yeah, definitely un- unfortunate. Yeah, I heard that they like the workers went there to like start the day and the place was just shut down and it was like locked and they're just like yeah hey, that's closed so that's the harshest way to go with that stuff right so i feel for them you show that up to sucks. work and your job is shut down no warning too yeah yeah so whatever beers they have left out there i think it's just that's it so Dang. if you're a fan get out there grab a sixer Dang. Com- commemorate the ale asylum right r.i.p but it's crazy because there's so many other like microbreweries around here. Sure. Like they're opening up. Like you got Working Draft, you got Young Blood, you got you know all the different untitled One art stuff. One Barrel. One Barrel. Yep. They've been around for just a little bit longer, and they do have their own specific hold with that Kolsch, that Commuter Kolsch, and the Penguin. Yeah, I like so One solid. Barrel. I like One Barrel, and they got barbecue now. I know you're not a meat guy, but I'm not a meat guy, but you know it's good. I like going to that spot. Yeah. The brickwork in there is beautiful. I love hanging out there. It's got a nice old speakeasy kind of vibe. Yeah, man. So it's a good spot. I definitely dig it. So yeah, it's odd. You know, you see all these other microbreweries, so hopefully they keep doing good. But now Madison's a good town for that. Yeah. So people nope. be drinking. Yeah. You think people drink more here than they do in other states? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I know we had this conversation before, but I just always gotta re re uh re question, relitigate. For sure. I mean like people <laughs> drink for everything here. Yeah. Like, you just get off work and you'll, you'll crack a beer. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock always in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's beer o'clock always. It's beer o'clock. Yep. Beer 30s. You remember that beer? I don't think so. What is uh, that? Probably one of the cheapest beers you could get back in the day. Oh, really? And they had a, a little beer with a clock on it. Ah. And so you just, like, had to have one every... Oh, it's always, it's always beer o'clock. That's good. How cheap were they? 
A real cheap. A real cheap. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember back in Milwaukee, this uh, this pick and save got in a big shipment of Sleeman's. It's a Canadian beer. Okay. And they were selling them. I think it was like buck a buck fifty for a six pack or something like that, like really cheap. But it was a good beer. Okay. Like it was like actually like when you were like when I was in Canada. Yeah, I was talking about I like the forty eight packs. Yeah, yeah. Remember, so like, remember those? So we would get flats because they're like you know it would be. <laughs> what i think six bucks for a flat of sure. them. so we we're just like walking in down there with like you know three people and we'd all walk out with like four, like four flats and we'd have like whatever how many beers that is we're just like <laughs> we're set and so it was always uh if you're good you'll have a sleeman's because it'd be like, be like i'm good i'm done i'm done drinking for the night geez and he's like no if you're good you'll have one more so we just had that going for for a long time until they ran out that's awesome it was an era yeah, it's a beautiful era. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely have shitty beers that I've lived on. So hams are always a fun one. People love hams. Yeah, yeah, hams are always fun. Yeah, red was... dogs are always uh, interesting. Yeah, it's always I... an interesting night when you want to roll with the red dog. I never had the red dog. You never, you never got down with the red dog. I n- I've had a couple, I know, but not, not like long nights with them. You know, uh, not not a hangout. I recommend everyone doing it once. Yeah, the hams. My dad was here. Uh, he came up yesterday to visit, and we were at a, a restaurant, and they had hams. And he was like, "He's like, they sell that here." <laughs> He's like, "We don't even sell that like in shitty liquor stores back in Racine." Were you at the like, Boo? No, we weren't there. No, we were we yeah. were at the the Great Dane. Oh no, we were uh, over here at the restaurant. And then we went to the Great Dane. Got it. Got, got, got a got good it. beer. Yeah, I played a bunch of pool at the Great Dane. Nice vibing. But yeah, thirty rack of thirty rack of hams, man. That'll that'll. <laughs> It's not too heavy on the pocketbook. No, no. People love it. Cheat you right. Yeah, I can't drink more than a couple of those, though. It just, like, it gets all sudsy and I yeah. feel, feel crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, I got to play some pool, lay down lay down the smack, sharking out there. Nice. Had a good time. No, it's fun. It's all in good fun. I just always nice. got to say that. Not I'm, hustling? Nah. But it's, it was fun. We got to, uh, you know, take in a little summertime you know, watch a little baseball. They had the uh, that new basketball tournament, the basketball tournament. Have you seen that? Where no. they play, play for a, a million dollars. No, no. Well, tell me about that. So it's like an open uh, call. Like anybody can sign up for it. You can just have a team that signs up for it. They do 64 teams, single elimination, and the winner gets a million dollars. Dope. And it's in uh, Dayton, Ohio. They've been doing it since, I think, 2014. But I think it kind of caught on this this year. Uh, more people are kind of talking about it, and the place was pretty much sold out. Okay. And uh, basketball is pretty competitive. Oh, for sure. It was it you was got, fun. I was. It's the ultimate because you can you can always have so many different types of styles, mm-hmm. and it's fun to see how they match up against each other. Like you can always have like uh, a tall dude. But you can also have like a small, quick dude. Well, and it's a single elimination, so like, you have no gonna time. Be better? Are you going to be better at being taller or are you going to be better at being quicker? Yeah. Um, or you can see like everything in between. You yeah. Know? You it, can see people that play in the rim, people that shoot. And the style is more like defense. street street ball pickup style because, you know, it's just not the teams aren't, you know, totally coalescing. They're not running the exact system. Right. You know, they don't have much experience with each other. And it's just a quick tournament, you know, and anybody can just throw a team together. Right. Uh, but people were balling. They were yeah. shooting. They were making threes. They were having a good time. And the, it, I was like, "Oh man, this is a beautiful midsummer classic." Because like I was sitting there and like uh, the Mets were playing the Yankees, and I always love when it's like that the, the cross crosstown rivals Subway series. Subway series. And uh, that was on, and I was just like, "Man, 
I'm going to watch this basketball tournament instead. Yeah. Because it was just more entertaining. And I never thought I would say that. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, like, that's the only reason why baseball does well is because it, in, in, in times like these when... Not much else going on. Yeah, there's no competition when summer's winding down, down here in August. The doldrums. Yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the summer, though, where it's just like, there's a consistency to it, and you get kind of like lulled into it. Sure. And then then, then fall hits, and you're like, ooh, I was used to that summer vibe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's always sad, though, because just when you start realizing summer is fleeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, people, you know. They keep talking about September and school getting back in session. And I'm like, ah, because people are already making plans for it. So like they're already in gear for that. Right. It's move day. So you're it's like, moving day. Yep. People are moving. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah. I found a bicycle today, which was beautiful. You found one? Yeah. Trek, you take it? Check it. A Trek 820. You got it? It's yeah. yours? Yeah. Nice. It's uh, it's gonna need a new tube for the front, but everything else is working. Clean it up. Dope. It was cobwebbed out. They like, obviously had just taken out of their garage. And threw it out with the rest of their stuff. Sure. But I was like, dude, this one's pretty nice. And everything worked. The years worked. Brakes work. Dope. Cleaned it up. So pretty hyped about that. Hell yeah. I know. A bike is always the best asset. I haven't had one in years. Yeah. You're going to love it. Yeah. It was, I, I was into it when I first moved to Madison. I kind of like somebody like kind of clipped my tire just a little bit. And I sure. got a, I didn't really fall, but I got a little wobbly and got a little, a little scared. And I was like, that's it. I'm done with this. You know, I've heard those stories before from a few people. <laughs> I uh, I used to get really shit face wasted and like <laughs> probably not the best time to bike around. But uh-huh. One time I definitely ran into a parked car. Oh wow! Okay. Just, Were, was the car okay? Were you okay? Uh, car was good. I was good. Bike um, was okay. Bike was okay, and uh, feelings you know, were you hurt. Just, no feelings were hurt. No feelings you were just hurt. Pick it up, and you, you're like, "Fuck, man, am I gonna remember this?" So did you tomorrow? get back on the bike and keep riding, or did you oh, walk for it? Sure. Okay. Sure. You got right back on. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, like it's it's not that it wasn't that bad. Like I think I just got scraped up a little bit, but yeah, there's yeah. so there's so many close calls with the bikes. You know, we used to do these like bomb these hills down in Kenosha. We called it the Eight Hills, and they all like all these streets kind of like duck down into like this park. Sure, and it was steep. A couple of them were really steep. And we would just get flying, but this one, and we anytime you got to the bottom, you had to blow through the stop sign. Of course. And one of them you just really couldn't see, like once you got around these like hedges and these trees, and then like I blew through it, but this guy was like coming, and you could just see like his face, and he screeches on the brakes, <laughs> and, and we're like looking at each other. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die, and uh, he just stopped short, and it was like just so such a close call. Yeah, but you just gotta go for it. Yeah, so that guy didn't get you to stop. No, at that time it was like I was too too into it yeah. having too much fun so that's the thing you just got to find that passion yeah those hills man you'd roll the roll the bike a couple of times you have y'all you know ragged up from all the gravel for sure Whew. tough times fun times but so yeah then after that i just started walking everywhere like i used to like walk out to your house on, yep. the, on the north side i'd be like walking all the way over there and you're like you walk that I'm like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i used to kind of do that too um for a little bit I mean, it's just not a very, walk everywhere. It's not a very time efficient. I'm like, all right, I'll be there in an hour. And then you <laughs> have to like walk back home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it isn't time efficient, I suppose. But, you know, it is. It is. I felt like it was nice to do. Like, you can just kind of 
first of all, you learn how to walk fast. Yep. So things do become more and more time efficient. Like, it's not as long as you would think it would be. Yeah. Because you're really going, like... You learn the shortcuts, and you yep. learn how to, like, zip exactly. through pretty quick. Exactly. All these parking lots, diagonal cuts. Exactly. This little way over versus that little way. Yep. Yeah, and I, I get into, like, fights with my friends sometimes, because they'll be like, no, we got to go over on King Street, and then up. I'm like, no, you don't. You go this one, this <laughs> side street up, and then over. Like, trust me, like, it's going to cut, like, three minutes off. This exactly. Walk. And they're like, no way. I'm like, fine. You walk this one, I'll walk this one. You know, like, we're both cheating. We're, like, hustling. Like, whew, we got to get running. Setting the record. Dude, I was just trying to think of uh, who that who that street rat character was in Always Sunny. Oh yeah, uh, Rickety Cricket. Rickety Cricket. Yeah, of course, you gotta, you gotta yeah. be like Rickety Cricket in the streets, man. You just I love know. the episode where he's out there banging on the trash cans, and like <laughs> I think they're like all on drugs or something like that, and he's just out there like ripping. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Rickety Cricket, uh, played by I think Jack Hornsby. He's one of the main writers for that show. Yeah. And so that's what's funny about it is like he's actually just like really like a smart behind the dude behind nice, the scenes dude. Nice. And they just made him go like off the rails. Like there's so many. Oh, that show's so good. Like. He shows up at the, the uh, high school reunion. And he's got ringworm and he's like giving everybody ringworm. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. This, this character is too wild. Yeah, I've been checking their podcast out and I've been really loving it. They've yeah, doing... they're, they're genuinely funny people and they got good chemistry. So it's nice to see that they're, you know, yep. always doing things together. Because they dropped in there like recently with, you know, they're watching, they're rewatching every episode yes. and then kind of correlating that to the podcast yes. L- loosely. Yes. And it's fun as hell to like watch those guys get together and shoot the shit. For sure. Yeah. Everything they do is gold. Like they would do like, uh, just like skits on Instagram to like hype their seasons. That oh, would come okay. Out. To promote stuff. And they're just yeah. so funny sometimes. Yeah, they they're just like a natural like, you know, their timing is always impeccable and their mm-hmm. jokes are so good. They've been out for what fourteen seasons. That's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's pretty good. Keeps going too. They're like the modern day Seinfeld. It's really what it is. Yeah, it's interesting because the, the parallels are there, um, obviously, with, like, they're, like, terrible people. Like, yep, both, they're like, all you know, terrible Jerry, people. Jerry, George, yep. Elaine, you know, like, they're, like, terrible people. They're always, and they all like, get caught up in their own selfish stories. Like, exactly. All, every, it all uh, revolves around them. And, yep. like, no matter what, even though they're together as a group, there's still, like, little schemes involved with each <laughs> character to, like, yep. have this self-absorbed, like, deep, I don't know. Seinfeld is interesting, though, because they had to do, like, 24. 224 episodes a season you know sure and the sunny seasons are only like 10 episodes right 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 and it's interesting to like uh watch the evolution of like that tv go because it's like the old school model where they had to just crank it out week after week and larry david would always be talking about like how much of a nightmare it was he's like i gotta come up with 24 more ideas <laughs> by next like next year and they're like not but not by next year by like next month because they gotta get prepped for next year right and he uh, yeah he was obviously the mastermind of that stuff and he just had that huge bulletin board in his office and it just had all like different shows show ideas and uh, apparently there's just like we, it was just like whatever like any idea he had it would just go up there any idea the writers had they would put it up there and people were, and he'd be like looking up there. He's like, "All right, which one is it gonna oh, you'd be?" You'd have to, like, you yeah. you'd have to at that point. It's just about making shit work. About pulling, <laughs> like, pulling an episode together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just remarkable how well they did it. Um, are you a fan of the early stuff, like the first, like the very couple? Yeah, early I'm a seasons? fan of all of it. Yeah, like all the way through, all the way through, all yeah. nine nine seasons. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't dip for you at all. 
No, it doesn't dip for me. If anything, some people don't like the early ones, and some people don't like the last two seasons after Larry left because it got too like extreme and too wild. like yeah outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do still love some of those episodes. No, I love I love yeah. the outrageous. I think Seinfeld was a show that was meant to be outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, they took it to the extreme on those last two seasons. And yeah, it, it was necessary though. There, but those are some of my favorite ideas, like. The Play Now Industries episode, where he's like, <laughs> and Jerry's got the girlfriend, and he's like, "Hello," talking like yep, he's got yep. the voice. Hello, and it's so dumb, but it like still like is part of my like vernacular. I know those are the ones that I remember the mo- most. Like yeah. those are the more memorable episodes, the later ones. Um, Peterman was such a good character. Oh, Peterman, yeah, like, Jay Peterman, come yeah, on, yeah, classic, yeah, the best, <laughs> yeah. And I think that Seinfeld for me hit like a really nice stride, like seasons four and five. And it's very, like, very raw and down-to-earth. And, of course, they do the, the parody of them making the show. Right. Which is still, like, all-time all time classic for me, I think. So I think Larry is just like, well, what are we going to do? He's like, well, tell the story about making the show. <laughs> and there's just so many, like, dumb things that happen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the first early seasons are, like, really kind of more gritty. Like, there's only six episodes in season one, and then season two is short as well. Right. And it's more like New York, kind of like gritty aspects. But they definitely set the stage for what they're going to do. Yeah, you know, like they they started, you know, just kind of revolving around just a daily life of a comic in New York. Um, because that's kind of what Jerry and Larry David know. Yeah. So it made the most sense. Yeah. And, you know, it works or whatever. And it's just, again, it's just really, really great. But I actually, I love how, like, you know, like, it just expanded or whatever. Because even the character of Elaine mm-hmm. was... Uh, it was pretty one note at first. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if they even, like... Yeah, I think that the... Uh, had it the way that it, or even envisioned it for, like, a, a person like Julia. Yeah, she was just going to be kind of more of a background character. Right. But then once they, like, really got Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like, in you know... They started writing for her particularly. Right. And it was just, she became one of the best characters. And then it just opened things up. Like, yeah. I think her and Kramer, like, just really opened it up. Like, having them be so, so well, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, as an addition to to Jerry and George. Yeah. Like, it just opened up then bringing up, like, their different characters through their storylines. Oh, yeah. Just having it well, then you'd be, have like, a like, bigger thing. Then all of a sudden you'd have, like, Newman, and then he's, like, yep. sidekicks with Kramer, but then he's also, <laughs> like, rivals with Jerry, yeah. and then there's all these little, little weird bit side bits. Like, the whole thing where they, like, bring all the bottles to Michigan, like, in the, the mail car. I'm always like, man, what a stupid scheme. <laughs> when uh, Kramer's uh, widening the lanes of the ah, Yeah, the best. He's like, the Comfo lanes, Comfo lanes. Yeah, that is that, I think, that same episode. yeah, yeah. 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 Or maybe it's a yeah. I think it's that one. Yeah. Because then the mail truck ends up on fire because yep. he spills yep. out the yep. paint thinner. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, and then there's just like such a world to it. You have all those you know putty and all those like little bit characters and you got like Brian Cranston on there as the dentist. Yeah, he's just, he's a great character. Just all the little the whole world they created. It was uh, always great. You got you got a particular favorite episode? Yeah. Um. Man, they're all so good, but I was always partial to like um uh the one where <laughs> uh George is selling computers to try to oh, like, yeah. impress his dad. Yeah. And then he's got <laughs> is it Lloyd Braun? Lloyd Braun, Lloyd Braun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh what is this? he have like the thing he's like going crazy, but he's just like it's uh like it's insanity later. What is it? Uh, <laughs> serenity now. Serenity insanity now, later. insanity later. Yeah. Yeah, Lloyd Braun, that's such a good one. 
Yeah, my favorite is the marine biologist one where George has to pretend he's the marine biologist. Because <laughs> it's a golf ball yeah, and the, the whale. Ball, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one is, is really good. The ending of that one is just always going to be hysterical. Yeah, it's like, the sea was angry that day, folks. <laughs> like an old man trying to turn back soup at a restaurant. I'm like, oh, God. All those little bits that they have like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so got some current events for me, B? Current events, man. I don't know. There's not a ton going on. I was kind of a... Caught up by the story of uh, this Buddhist uh, statue of the Buddha, a 200-pound statue of Buddha that was stolen from somebody's house. Dang. And then they threw it in Lake Monona. Dang. And then the recovery team went down there, dove down there, and got this thing back out. Dang. And uh, the pictures were pretty wild. And I was like, what a prank, man. You get to steal this Buddha and then throw it in the lake? But it was so heavy. Like, it had to have been a team. It had, there was like, it had to have been a motive or, like, some kind of, you know, for sure group like, effort and like why that particular statue you know there's got to be a story behind that yeah i don't know if it has some specific meaning or not sure but the pictures of that were pretty wild and then there was somebody that drowned out in lake monona that was a bummer Dang. so i i always hate hearing about that that's always bad no, you always good. wonder seems like it happened more when i lived close to lake michigan but people still drown out here in these lakes yeah, you never really, I mean, I never really hear about it, but it's sad when it happens. It's, it's occasional. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, just, uh, I don't know, it's been a slow news week. I got, uh... What do you got? Did you hear about Skittles? <laughs> the the toxic, uh, what's what's in it? Yeah. What, what what was it? Some kind of toxic, uh... It's like titanium or something? Oh, yeah, that's what it was, huh? Some something. How, like how bad is it for you? I don't know. No one knows. Yeah. Are people dying? Are they dropping dead? Do they taste the rainbow and they drop dead? Like, it's it's one of those things. Like, you just don't know. Like, you just, like, what the fuck is it? First of all, like, how do you, I don't yeah. know what it is. Is it being added on purpose or is it uh, just um, like a... I guess it's in, like, a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So why, why is Skittles taking the heat? I don't know. I don't know why Skittles exactly is taking the blame for it. Jeez. But something's up. I think like uh, somebody pissed somebody. They're off. saying they're saying Skittles knew about it being harmful. Sure. And then pushed it. Oh, there's some yeah. Well, is what they're trying to catch Skittles on. So I guess they have some evidence maybe of Skittles knowing that it's harmful. Okay. And then like okay. And they still pushed it? Yeah, still pushing it. Is it in the wildberry flavor? I love that flavor. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably in all of it's them. It's got to be in all of them, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't... in like it's in like gum shit, like I guess. It's in like gum shit, uh, like chewy shit like that. Yeah. A candy shit. Um, yeah. You got a you got a particular favorite out of those that bunch like a... Skittles? Uh, I mean like maybe like uh now and later versus uh, like a, well, a gummy bear versus like a sour patch kid versus Skittle. Yeah, I mean I think Skittles are probably the best of those that you mentioned. Yeah. Yep. Um I loved them as a kid. Yeah. I don't eat them too often as an adult. No, I'm not a candy person, but Yeah, I'm a big chocolate guy. A lot of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, shit, I was eating just straight raw cacao earlier today. Shit. 100%. Shit. Just getting in there. Shit, just freebasing. It's 100% chocolate. Freebasing. No sugar, just all straight flavonoids <laughs> hitting you. Yeah, oh, dang. It'll get you. On a hot summer day. Get the endorphins going. Yeah, man. I don't know. Chocolate gets you high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 other things get you high too. Chocolate's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see there's a bunch of ice melting? Oh, again? Yeah, I know, right? Still? Out on Greenland. Iceland, Greenland, Greenland, the ice specifically, sheet? like a bunch of it. 
Is it in trouble? Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot so of more water. I, I had a real thought earlier today. And like, so, you know, all these scientists that are, you know, coming up with all these stats and they're, you know, they've been documenting. It. I mean, I have this book over there, Plan B 2.0 that I got like probably like 16 years ago. And it was all about like the ways that the earth is like, you know, heating up and eroding and the way all the ice caps are melting and all the carbon being released from that. And that, it, it was, that was a long time ago, you know, we're like quite a bit further ahead than that, you know? Sure. So do you think these scientists that know all this and they are promoting it to the public, do you think they still have kids? Yeah. 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 I think that biological drive to have kids is so, so the biological strong. drive is like bigger than the knowledge knowing that like, hey, man, maybe things might not be so nice for them. For sure. In 2065, you know? For sure. Um. Because, yeah, there's like, it was, it was like kind of sad but funny, but it was a little cartoon and it was like a, a daughter and she's like, it's the hottest day of the year. And the, the father like bends down. He's like, it's the coldest day of the rest of your life. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, shit's, you know, shit is hitting the fan with that. But so, yeah, do you, you think like the biological drive is like stronger? Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I think the biological drive is something that you won't just easily kind of eliminate yeah like it's gonna take like you're gonna need some sort of certainty that that the world is gonna end yeah that'll be like a certain amount of uh lack of resources or you know you need it right there needs to be some sort of finality to that statement yeah for that to then have people just be like okay like uh there's nothing else we can do because as long as there's a chance you would want to think that uh we'll figure it out right yeah yeah yeah, we'll adapt Shit is too, like, I don't know, unreal Yeah. to, like, not preserve or protect or, you know, life is just so fucking crazy to be here. Yeah. Like, what if we were, like, what if we were the only, what if we were the only life on, on, on the solar system? Like, I'm not what saying, if? like, uh, the galaxy or okay. universe or whatever. Um, I'm saying just in our solar system, from Mars, yeah. you know, from Mercury to fucking Pluto. Like the conditions are exactly just right. Like what if we are this type of human? Life. What if we are going to be the only life? Yeah. In the history of the solar system. Yeah. In the history of the solar system's life. What like if? What if we're going to be the most advanced life? This is it. Like this is the peak. Yeah. How crazy would that be? There's a chance of that happening. Being being a real true statement. As far as we know, that's where we're at as far as we know that's that's, that's where, where we are right now that's where we are right now but yeah. yeah it's just like what if we're the only ones that ever exist yeah and do we have a responsibility to like try to you know keep it going obviously i think so i think that's our natural inclination like we want to sure. like keep moving we want to keep progressing we want to keep uh you know building procreating we that we have that there's it's somewhere in our dna where we just have to like push forward and like for sure like create. in a rational sense of it even mm-hmm. like Against all odds, against yeah. all like human, you know, human life here on Earth, like there'll be the most extreme conditions, you know, minus sub-zero temperature for all the year, and you live through that, and you can still build buildings, and you can still yeah have a hospital, and like yeah, you know, a decent life, and then you have the hottest, and you have like the most remote, and like you have the most advanced and the most over populated and dense versus the most rural, and like it's just everyone can somehow figure it out yeah i mean there's always there's always that drive like uh, we're here because no one's quit yet yeah exactly so so 
let's so like you know like our consciousness that we have like as humans we do have like a specific level of consciousness you know sure let's say there is other life out there like in a different universe or a different galaxy would whatever they have be the same consciousness that's a good question i mean would it be the same that would be the like we are billion dollar one. question wouldn't it would, would they have like a different level of consciousness that we don't have Right. Well, how do you even know? Because you don't know what consciousness is, like well, yeah, where had, it comes from. What defines to def- it? It's hard to define it. Yeah. And where does it begin and end? Yeah. And what? How expansive can it be? But like, is this? Is it? Is our consciousness just something that? Uh, you know, is 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 it just some sort of miracle, or is it something that was designed? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even know that. Yeah. We don't know if this is just some we're trying, rare we're trying to find chain out. of events. We're that, trying to ask the questions. Yeah. But we might not we might not get the answers. Yeah, it's a hard one to answer though, you know? So yeah, I just wonder that about other beings and other but, galaxies and stuff like that. Like what like you know, like obviously like maybe they wouldn't think like us, you know, because they have a different set of biological, you know. Sure, but the fact that they would even be here would show some sort of consciousness, right? Yeah, and there would be some kind of connection to it too, right? Right. Like we would see ourselves in them, and they would see themselves in us. And then, as long as long as like, um, you know, there was some sort of interaction, I'm sure they would be curious to want to interact with us, and us wanting to interact with them. Yeah, I think there's definitely, yeah, they would definitely have to see and understand reality in the same way. Like, right? They would have to be... The way they perceive things could be similar to the way we perceive things. And the way we interface with the universe. If they're able to get here, then they're navigating similar shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, like, the way, like, a a worm in some dirt interfaces with the universe is obviously different than the way we interface with it. Right. And so they would have to have a similar way of looking at things. Right, Or Or a similar experience, experiential... Uh, you know, their existence would have to be similar to ours. Yeah. What if though? Like, what if, what if the uh, galaxies that we see that are so far away, um, that uh, you know, exist so many million light years away, um, mm-hmm. and so many different light years in the past or whatever. What if they're just not places that we could ever go to? Right. Like, what if they exist? They existed, the same... but they don't exist anymore. Yeah, or they're they're just in like a different like it's hard to explain, but like you're just kind of looking at like just a different dimension almost. And I'm not I'm not I know I'm using the word dimension incorrectly. Okay, but it's just like you're looking at something. Yeah, we're peering into something that we can't go that, to. That yeah, you don't really have a door to get to. Yeah, and there's no you way you can f- see it. There's no way physically for you to like go through that door, even if you could, you know, right. see a way to get to the door. But we can't even see the door. Right. Yeah. So that's like those yeah those photos that they sent back. It was like a Rorschach test of like, how do you feel? Like, are you do you feel part of the universe or do you feel insignificant or like? When you see those photos. Yeah, and that that's the thing. Like, I don't even know how you can even comprehend that because you're looking at shit that doesn't exist. Right. You know what I mean? Is that how it makes you feel? Does it make it feel does it make you feel like insignificant or like you don't exist? No, it doesn't make me feel like I don't exist. Okay. Um, just the fact that I know that I'm looking at the past 
is the fact that trips me out yeah the most um because then I, it's, it's just like okay like what am i looking at like I, I don't understand this yeah i'm like how do you understand looking at the past yeah conceptually you can't think of it like you can't put it like in like a mitch hedberg said every picture of you is like every picture of you is of the past of the past hey man here's a picture of me from the past <laughs> every picture of you is from the past yeah so i guess that you know every picture is of the past fuck yeah well, <laughs> but yeah no you're looking at something that doesn't exist that's that's the trippy part of it it's like you're looking at something that hmm. that doesn't exist very interesting very interesting yeah yeah I'm, I'm trying to put it into words but i can't quite uh reach the right vocabulary for this yeah it, it's such a uh, mind fuck it really is it's a trippy one um and do you think like yeah back to like population stuff like do you think there's a population problem oh there for sure is a population uh problem just in the sense that um limit you know resources are always going to be limited yeah so even if you were like a pack of wolves Mm -hmm. and you're like really good at like hunting and your herd is strong but now your prey is gone yeah like that population is going to like naturally like limit itself yeah, the herd will be thin for sure and yeah. then slowly that uh, the prey is like, gonna like repopulate do as you, that herd do you can. think we're at that but, point are we like past like a certain peak of population like no that's what i was gonna say though like i think with us the thing is that it makes it weird is that we like manipulate our resources yeah. to make them oh, scarce yeah. So that's a, yeah okay like yeah. like right yeah. now like sure. that that that's the biggest problem is not that we have so many people mm-hmm. but we're just really bad at using our resources. I got you. So it's a problem that can be solved. Is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Sometimes when they look at like maps, they're like, "Hey, the Earth could like support like theoretically like 70 billion people or something like that." Sure, sure. If we played our cards right. Right. And if we lived within like the way we can you know if we're not like overly using resources that are like you know we think they're abundant and then they become scarce once we hit 50 billion or something like that right and then like what happens after that and uh yeah i just don't know because like you know we've made it work so far yeah we made it work so far but that's also because like we is it just luck well it's not luck it's it's just the fact that like though everything is just so big that like you know, like the world is is naturally built to support life. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's just the same as like going back to that wolf analogy. Like, there's always going to be like prey. Yeah. The world was built to have prey for that wolf. Yeah. But if that wolf just starts Natural killing balance. fucking prey and not eating it, like killing more prey than they even eat, just killing shit and eating shit. Yeah. That would and be not ab- using that efficiently. That would be absurd. Then yeah. that's gonna cause a problem. Like that's that's. Yeah, that's not how the natural order works. Yeah, right, that wouldn't right. even happen. Right, that wouldn't even make any sense. Right. Yeah, but we're a little different. No. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, we could have some more people, if we if you know if we do shit right. But the mice caps, could be trouble. Yeah, the mice caps could be trouble, but also things change. You know, it's like it's gonna make caps. it's gonna make like uh, different places more habitable. Oh, of course. The thing that's a problem, it's though, a shift, yeah. is, like, the water, like, fresh water. Yeah. Like, how much, like, how many places are going to be susceptible to drought 
and how valuable is water going to be in the future? Of course. And what is that going to cause like the world to look like? Because that, again, we're talking about resources and not using it correctly. Yeah. Like that's going to be, I think, the biggest problem is like what happens to all of our fresh water? Like, let's say, like, if California can't support itself anymore. Yeah. Um, and well, plus, um, too, we, re- we rely so much on their produce and their exports, too. Sure. So it's, like, really in our best interest to, like, make sure that they do have water. So it is kind of scary. Yeah. Because, like, if they, like, you know, run out of water, like, we're going to be fucking screwed. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to just be eating corn but and that's if, it. But if the climate, you know, like, heats up, it's also going to make that place a lot less desirable to grow shit. Yeah. It's going to make places well, like the Midwest where we do get water <clears throat> maybe a little bit more desirable. Like, well, they, so things are going to be, like, you know, moving around in that way. Um, it's just going to cause a lot of pain, which sucks. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and, like, that, that most uh, prosperous and, like, lush growing area, that perfect area in California, they said has already shifted north by quite a few uh, degrees. Sure, sure. It is, it is, like, actively shifting. They're like, yeah, they used to be, like, this used to be the best spot for growing produce, but now it's, like, you know, 20 miles north of here. For sure. Yeah, so there is going to be an evolution of that. So yeah, uh, yeah, water is going to be a tricky one. Yeah, yeah, we really got to play that, play the cards right on that one. Yeah, you just don't want people to get fucked over, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, with private, you know, privatization of these water sources, like it could get more dicey than it is already. That's the thing. We're gonna make it dicey. <laughs> I mean, it's not us or personally, but like we as humans are gonna no, like spot sham God is gonna <laughs> really fuck up the water situation <laughs> in 2025. Yeah, privatization, <laughs> water sham God, water sham God. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna not try to fuck with the water. No, yeah. No, I I do. You know me. I'm but I You're value obsessed. The water. You're obsessed I with that water. water. I'm a big fan too, but. I love the tap water. Yeah. Love it. Well, that's the other thing, too. Like, so uh, I was just reading, not reading, but actually I was hearing on the uh, radio mm. on the way here is uh, there was a commercial for some town in North Carolina. Okay. Where they were saying um, the residents could sue the city for their toxic water. Yeah. They have like these certain ailments that happen because of it. Yeah. So how do you know? Like, well, it's, how gonna, do you... it's gonna be a wild liability issue for sure. That's but gonna set a precedent. How do you know your tap water is not already contaminated? Well, they t- get it tested. Well, when you go to buy a house, you those get it people tested. didn't know that it was contaminated before they drank it. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so how do you how do you know that you're not drinking contaminated water if you're not cleaning it? Oh yeah, you don't know. You don't know. You'll find out. You don't know. You definitely find out. So I'm just take, but that's, so, saying. I'm saying that's that's what I'm trying to say with the tap water thing. Is like, let's say like you can control say, that. So I, what about like a plastic bottle, plastics leaching into water? Like let's see, there's like a hot warehouse. Yeah, that's the other thing. There's a hot like, warehouse somewhere outside of town where they have pallets and pallets of plastic yeah, bottles. That's in the, the other water. thing that's no good. You yeah, can't, you can't. That's why I got my glass buddy over there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the yeah, the glass bottles. Uh Mountain Valley is probably the best water out there. And that's sure. you know, classic glass, their spring water. Amazing. For sure. But they do have it in plastic bottles and it does not taste as good. No, nah, plastic is whack, but yeah. That's the other thing too, like I don't know. Plastic is pushed because you can make it out of oil. So Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Cheaper than you can make glass. Oh yeah, much cheaper. 
absolutely and easier to ship yeah so that's tricky it's 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 tough out there yeah well you want to take a little quick break yeah we can take a break thanks for tuning in we'll be back in a second enjoy these jams All right, welcome back, folks. We got Amo, the little drummer boy over here, rocking out. I didn't know we were alive. Getting jazzy Sneaky, with it. Yeah, it up on we're me. gonna sample that. Shit, you should. Yeah, yeah. So we got a little sports action to talk about. A little WWE. Ah, uh, yeah, the Undertaker is back from the dead, and Dwight, he's going to fight Dwight Hulk Howard. Hogan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Dwight Howard tried out for the WWE. Did he? Yeah, yeah. That's the news, man. It's gonna. That's what he's gonna do post NBA. That's awesome. So yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, nice. Uh, is he gonna be Superman or what's his character? Yeah, he probably had to do something with that. I'd imagine yeah, yeah. People, one of his moves, one of his, uh, his finishing moves. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was uh, doing a deep dive on Vince McMahon because he got into a little bit of trouble over here, uh, spending like twelve million dollars to cover up some sexual mis. Uh, adventures sounds right <laughs> yeah sounds, 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 sounds like right. exactly what i begged him for and so then i ended up listening to a whole podcast about his whole life story okay and then it's kind of deep diving in on it and it's like like huh because like i don't know I, I gave up on wrestling when i was like whatever like 12 years old Who knows? right probably right. before that and uh you know it's more popular. did you get into the nwo or yeah i was, was, at, every, was everyone quits right after that, that. was right at the end yeah like, yep, right yep. yeah new world order <laughs> and i was like that was yeah yeah that's that's yeah. everyone's timeline that, at least our age is everyone's that's, timeline. that's the cutoff point yep, anything yep. after that you have no idea what happened <laughs> but i was like reading it's the longest like raw wwe sure it's the longest running tv show on television now is it yeah it has the most episodes and it's the longest running dang yeah what about the simpsons it's like Simpsons has like 600 something episodes. Raw has like 1300 something episodes. Dang. And it's just been on for, yeah, longer at this point. Okay. Which blew my mind because I thought Simpsons naturally, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, you know, read into it. Nice, interesting life story. And uh, just like, it's odd because like him getting into trouble, like actually like led me to like be more sympathetic. So I'm like reading about his whole life story. You want to make the Disney version of the Misfit? Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm still laughing at that from last week. Is like, yeah, I like to tell these folks if you're listening. Uh, like, Giannis has this movie about his life coming out called Rise, and I was like, yeah, but it's like a kids movie, and like I was like, yeah, what do you think they're gonna do? Like a dark, gritty adventure, like a, a, like a dark adaptation of his life story, <laughs> which it would be kind of dope to see. Oh like, uh, yeah, if Giannis was just some guy that just like hated his brothers, this is like you guys are slacking off and ruining the family name, and then he gets bought because of his hate. Yeah, he hates like, his family, he hates like his brothers, dark, like he a, hates Greece, and he's just like fueling that to become a monster. It's like he got game, like level of like gritty, like dark basketball type you know like realistic shit oh that'd be dope oh, man yeah i was like laughing all week long i'd be like rise the dark adaptation of Giannis's <laughs> life you know alternate history super super played out yeah no he definitely fits uh like a disney movie but vince mcmahon definitely needs to be yeah that that, that that's a, a biopic waiting to happen right yeah. there yeah yeah i think people will love it yeah uh yeah but you know sports the landscape whew, it's sparse out there you gotta know where to look, man. You gotta Do know I? where to look. Yes, sir. There's... Shit, man. I, I was watching. You're not a football guy though, so you don't know. Like this is the this is the time where shit gets exciting. It's gearing up. Yeah, there's yep. definitely news going on. 
Uh, remember last week I told you about Kyler Murray? Yep. Guy that uh, signed that contract. What's the story? What happened? Well, in that contract, there was like a little clause in there. What did it say? Uh, it said that he would get a bonus if, uh, you know, his bonus was tied to the amount of hours he, he studies film. Okay. okay. And that little piece leaking yeah. caused a lot of scrutiny. Where Kyler Murray had to call an impromptu press conference today to defend himself. What did he say? Well, he just came out all Napoleon complexes. Like, uh, I wouldn't be here being the size that I am mm. if I didn't study film. Wow. <laughs> so does that so, mean he really doesn't? Uh, you can take that whatever way you want, <laughs> but that's pretty much exactly what he said. Okay. Yeah, that these, he wouldn't be where he was for the size that he was. These stipulations are but, interesting because that just came but, up. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I want to go, like, if you just take that sound bite, you know, it just makes him sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But if you go deeper in that, A, I'm sure he had no idea about that clause. Agents set that up. Yeah. You, so, don't, think, you don't think they told him? No, I don't, think, I don't think players know anything about the contract. I think the players know, like... This is the agent's going to be like, this is what I like. They, they settle on an amount that they're trying to get. Well, they're negotiating for them on their behalf. And I don't yeah. think that the players involved in those negotiations. I think that's why they hire the agent. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that a that's on the agent. Yeah. Um, and then B. But still, at some point, they had to relay some of those stipulations to them, you know. Sure, but it's, it's like, like a forty-page contract. Like, but I, you yeah, think, but like when players like show up to go play for the Miami Heat, they know that their like body mass index has to be like at a certain level. Well, right, you know, that right, kind of thing. Yeah, and but then, this is a unique stipulation, I think. I've never heard of anything like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how much film do they watch? I don't know. Is it like eight hours a week? Is it like an hour a day? I don't know. Is I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there's day? enough. Like in every day, like when they're when they're in camp, I'm sure there's definitely film study every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the other thing that I wanted to say is that not only is that on the agent, but then also if you go deeper, because everyone just plays the one soundbite and they never play like the whole thing. Okay, what else happens? Well, I just feel like he was making a good point with like he's talking about how he got like. A lot of people said he was kind of arrogant because it was like playing up like his kind of just defending him himself kind of okay with his like you know just kind of laying out his stats and his accomplishments and shit like that and throwing it in his in people's faces. Or okay, whatever. I got you. But I do think like he said he's you know he went like forty three and zero in high school in Texas, which no one's ever done. Wow. He got drafted one in football and nine in baseball. Which I don't think anyone's ever been drafted top ten in two sports before. Like I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. So, so he is like a you know you can't just shit on this guy because like the media finds a clause in a forty page thing. Well, yeah. And then like you know like I do feel for the guy like at some point too like you're just shitting on a guy. It's a high level of scrutiny. Yeah. And obviously he's a young, you know, young cat. So, so I think I, so. I think I'm in the minority on this one because I think the media is always going to be sensitive when they get called out on shit. Oh yeah, but me- like you said, it's a slow fucking news day. Well, the media will They're never accept blame shit. for anything. Yeah, the media always is just like, oh no, we're just reporting the facts. I'm like, you're yeah. out here creating stories half the exactly. time. Like, what are you even talking about? You're digging for stuff that isn't necessarily a story. So yeah, I, I I feel for like these cats that have to deal with the media and that, yeah. and that always makes like people like Anthony Edwards like even more impressive as like human beings, where they're just like the best at dealing with media. 
and they're like they're they can make it fun somehow yeah like aaron Rodgers was that guy too before the media turned on him like that's the other thing i thought people were loving him this week i thought he was doing the nicholas cage yeah 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 no everyone's pumped up about that i think people are pretty hyped yeah yeah (laughs) he's he's definitely like he's one of the good ones for sure say what you will about the vaccine stuff i didn't say anything I'm just saying for people out there. I just there. like the jokes. I'm just saying for people out there. They're like, calling him Throw, Throw Rogan. This is the best he's, joke he's, of all time. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's genuinely a good dude. Like you, you couldn't ask for like a a better person in today's age to like represent. Um, oh yeah, like a franchise, a team, a city. Yeah, we definitely got lucky going from Favre to him. Yeah. 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 Because, like, you know, you look at some of these other, like, who, who do the Bengals have? Like, <laughs> nobody even knows, like. Oh, the Bengals? Time. Yeah, they went to the Super Bowl last year. I'm just saying, like, in the last 20 years. Like, yeah, just, like, for sure, the, for sure. The, the vibe of their quarterback. Like, who, like, have, who? Do you know anything about their quarterback now, though? What's his name? Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah, I've heard of him. He's, he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, you know, sports stuff, yeah, because I was, like, watching, there was, like, a, a chess match. This kid was playing against, uh, you know, the, the the machine that they sure. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the machine broke the kid's finger. Oh, <laughs> I heard about that, actually. Yeah, but they were just saying that, like, they didn't think that he was making a move or, like, he was doing something too quick or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was yep. just, like, a total accident. Like, they thought that it was a piece. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they thought wrong yeah it's kind of scary though yeah i mean like they just didn't uh fuck around get your finger broken by yeah by a robot i mean this is why i don't believe in driverless cars yeah do you think the technology will ever get there i don't know but i think i would always want to have at least the i would always want to drive yeah everybody does want to but i think what's going to happen is like the insurance companies are going to like make it so it's like illegal for you to like drive at a certain point for sure yeah it'll just be too much of a liability to have like a human driving for sure for sure and then that it'll be i don't like that world though yeah i don't either no um yeah so yeah you know because like freedom is like i don't know you should have the right to have a chance to die like right that's i agree yeah Yeah. that's what we're here for it's america yeah he is uh, waving a flag right now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking yeah. about freedom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, any other things going on in the sports landscape? Sports. Speaking uh, of Bruce. clauses, uh, Zion Williamson got that contract. Yeah, I saw that. And he's got a stipulation. He has to stay under 295 pounds. So that's yeah. the stipulation. But that makes sense. You know, no one's going to be like, I mean, like, Zion, people shit on Zion for his weight, but, like, people aren't going to, like, you know, that's not going to, if if the media talks about that, they're not going to be able to talk about it for four days. Yeah, it's not a, not a real story. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, like. He's, like, okay, that that's normal. Yeah. That makes sense. We just, expected that. Right. I, I think he's going to have a comeback, though. He's going to be doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I think next year he's going to ball out. I hope so. I hope so. I think New Orleans is gonna be a four number four seed, maybe three or four. Dang, in the West. Calling it calling it up. Yeah. Dial it in. I don't know about that. Be Ingram. No, I like their team. I just don't know if Zion is the best fit for that team. Um But I think they're gonna win a lot of games. Because he's gonna be very ball dominant. 
Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Not very efficient. They're not going to be able to do point Zion like they were before, but they'll have to do some kind of amalgamation of the, the two styles. Yeah. But I think it's going to be fun. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. That's yeah, like sick. I was saying, I tried to watch a little bit of baseball. Yeah, Brewers are in first. They won a couple games against the Twins. Yeah. So. And uh, their bats are waking up a little bit. Yeah, I think they were struggling when they're out when they're in San Fran. San Fran, I think they lost a couple, but yeah. they kind of bounced back here. Yeah, St. Louis is is uh, you know they the thing is is they got a they got a, a bunch of players on that team. Arenado, Goldschmidt, you know they always have pitching. They're gonna be tough, but like right now we got a three game lead over them, and they're not you know they're struggling a little bit. Okay. Like they yeah. had to, they had to go to Canada shorthanded because a bunch of players weren't uh, on the vax. It's tricky. Yeah. Canada still not letting you in. Yeah, Watch I out, know, folks. That, that is fucked up, though. <laughs> I think it's like gonna get lifted in September. I think it is. It's like mid-September they're gonna lift sure. that. Yeah. Because the NBA is not gonna require it next year. Right. Right. Yeah. They already stopped. Did they already stop? Well, isn't that why Kyrie was allowed to play? Right. Good call. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. I kind of forgot about that. I spaced it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking because Andrew Wiggins came out and he was just like, oh, no, that they dropped the thing. Like, I wish I had never gotten it in the first place. Right. So that's why I, that, that's what's on my mind with that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Keep what? it at basketball. Um, Bobby Portis is a face in Milwaukee. The B. The O, the B, the B, the Y. Yeah, you still get to say that. Uh, no, he's uh he teamed up with a like a car dealership. No, like a travel Milwaukee or whatever. Oh, of course. So he's literally the face, like the ambassador yeah. of Milwaukee now to be like, hey, fucking come here, let me show you how cool it is. So that's dope that he's 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 there and on board and and like with it like that. Yeah, he's he's gonna be there forever. He's a lifer, man. Yeah, he loves it. You know, it's cool I think to see. He he embraces the city. Yeah. And we got the championship. Right. And the other the Bobby goggles. <laughs> and he really did help out, you know, with the win, so Yeah. It's it's legit. Yeah, it's yeah, good look, to see. Look forward to him coming back, but yeah. You got any predictions for the year? Oh, it's too early for predictions. Too early. Way for way too early. Okay. Yeah, I can't even be thinking about it. Okay. Makes me sad. <laughs> I'm over here watching the basketball tournament. Well, shit, you got any f- predictions for football uh, for a person that doesn't know the game much? Yeah, I say the Packers. What are they gonna go? Uh, I think eleven and five. Okay. All right. Probably flame out in the first round. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Oh, sorry. I'm just uh, guessing based off of uh, historical records. <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> That's not talking shit. That's good. <laughs> What's wrong with flaming out in the first round? Everything's wrong with that. No, um, I was just watching, uh, just just old highlights. Just getting into into the like some Reggie White. Not that old. Oh, okay. Just like that's my era. <laughs> Reggie was dope though. Yeah, Reggie. That era was sick. That's that's my era. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That era was fun. Watch a game. It'd be the fucking uh fourteen to fourteen to eight. Right. Like some safety. <laughs> some like missed kick and a safety. <laughs> Games were so weird back then. <laughs> I feel like there's, there's definitely like a before gambling and after gambling. You think like, that's what increased the 
you know the scoring for sure like i i think like scoring never mattered before right yeah point spreads and all that people got to cover uh but i don't know like the i think the uh the defensive you know they're getting they're getting hampered by the rules it's not like it used to be it was more fun for me back like you like couldn't ever go over the middle to try to catch a ball exactly you get completely like leveled exactly after they took that out i was kind of like this looks like indoor football and what that did too is that it would that 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 projected leads so like ah yeah you know like you wouldn't have these fluctuations with with these spreads or whatever yeah but like if someone was up 30 to 3 all of a sudden, like, you take your guys out because you don't want them killed. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Like, now it's just like, oh, yeah, everyone's getting garbage time and making a comeback, and right. all of a sudden they're clawing back, clawing back, and now you got a game. And you have to, like, reconfigure your whole game plan. Right, and the refs are going to help, obviously, too. Like You think they do? Uh, for sure in football, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like auto catch-up. Yeah, it's just so easy to call, like, a pass interference call or, yeah. like, you know, just change the game with a holding call. Yeah. That's really why I stopped watching football is that one Packers playoffs and there was like that pass interference call that like fucked sure. the whole game up. I think they're yep. playing the Seahawks or something. Yeah. Whenever yep, it was. Yep. Maybe 2000. Seahawks. Whenever it was. 14. Yeah. 15. After that, I was like, I'm done watching this sport. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. But people are always like, basketball is so fucked up too. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> At least. I don't want to hear it. You do have seven games though, so it's like easier to digest like the playoffs. Right. Whereas like the one and done, like if you have like wild shit. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. To like determine that game, like it's so easily, so much more the, easily manipulated. Yeah, like, the variables are. It's so gonna much be more hard to like. You know, like if you wanted someone other than two thousand and one Shaq to win, right? It's are gonna you, be really hard. So are you saying it's fixed, or are you saying it's uh just like helped or? I'm saying I'm, I'm saying it is. It, I'm saying it's definitely. I think they're all fixed, but okay. they're fixed in a way not to determine outcomes, gotcha. but to keep games close. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, keep like the point spread at a certain amount. Exactly. You think it is the gambling that is influencing? For sure, that? it's the gambling. Okay, for sure, it's the gambling. Yeah, fascinating. I do pledge to watch at least three games this year. Yeah. Yeah, which would be more than I've watched recently. Good. No, it's 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 good to get into shit. Like I said, competition is fun. Yeah, I loved it. You have no idea how much I loved that game as a as a kid. Sure. Forty ers Packers. Yeah. You know, that was a good time. I know. Yeah. I know. It feels Broncos, like it was a different world. The though. Broncos in the nineties. Yeah. <sighs> I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was just always yeah, so those epic teams. Yeah. It was a, yeah the Cowboys obviously. No one likes the Cowboys. I know, but it was like there was a good villain. <laughs> good villain. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Emmett Smith, come on. <laughs> good villain. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, so I will watch a couple games this year. We'll get into it. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah! I think that's all I uh, all I got. How'd your coop tournament go? Ah, uh, coop, coop, coop. Um, we need a coop update. So playoffs started. Okay. And uh, you know we uh, we had um we had we had the we so we were gonna be like uh, I think sixteen teams make the playoffs and we were like fighting for the tenth spot. Okay. So there's like a tiebreaker for the tenth spot. So you guys got in. 
So we we definitely got in, and then we for for the tiebreaker, you know, we did the tiebreaker, and then we played the first match. Okay. Where we were gonna be like an underdog, like a lower seeded team. All right. And we had them on the ropes, but we 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 gave it to them. Damn. Yeah, we had them. So are you out now? Yeah, but we uh, had we had them. We had, we literally people were looking at us and we like, oh shit, this is the upset of the day. Shit. And and then we let it go. Came close though. Yeah. We believe that we believe Coopers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway. So that's it with that season? Uh there's gonna be like we're probably gonna well, you know the You guys got a Pro Bowl? There's gonna be the championship like next week. Okay. And then like loser brackets. So we're gonna be in like a loser bracket. Okay. That's always fun. Yeah. Less pressure. Yeah. Just go fuck around. Yeah. You probably play better because you're loose. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, we're always loose, but like, <laughs> man, it is. It's fun. It's good. It's always a good time. All right, all right. Yeah, we got buddies in there, so we're there's an epic you match. Got, you got cats to root for. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're gonna go watch? Oh, for sure. Tight. Well, we got our 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 bracket too. We okay. Got our, our losers bracket too, but okay. We'll be watching the championship when we're done too. Sounds pretty tight. Yes, sir. All right, East Side Lounge. Eastside Club, baby. If you guys want to go watch this championship, go hit up the Eastside Club. Yes, sir. I want to see you guys down there. <laughs> come out, come out. All right. Well, shit. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Oh, shit. Take it easy, guys.